0: Welcome to Edwards Beyond the Test. It's a podcast that goes behind the scenes of the flight test mission at Edwards Air Force Base. I'm Don Waldman for the 412 Test Wing Public Affairs Office. Our guest today is a decorated combat veteran and command pilot with more than 2,000 hours and 36 different aircrafts. He is responsible for more than 11,000 airmen, civilian, contractor personnel, and family members, and is the commander of the 412th Test Wing at Edwards Air Force Base. It is my pleasure to introduce Brigadier General John Tykert,
1: Don, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having well, me today. Well, thanks for
0: taking the time out to join us. Absolutely. Well, you know, this is your third time here at Edwards, which began back in the first time in 2003 when you were a student at the U.S. Air Force Test Pilot School. So, General Tykert, what was it like to be Captain Tykert back then?
1: The moment that I drove onto base back there in December of 2002 to start test pilot school in 2003, I was pinching myself that I got to come here to this (laughs) amazing place, this historical location, a place that continued then and still does today to make such important history. And as a student, you get to see a little bit about what goes on at Edwards, but I knew then that there was so much more and it was fun to see the bits and pieces that I was a part of. But I knew that was only the tip of the iceberg of the amazing things that happened here at Edwards.
0: They say that being a test pilot student is the toughest year of your life.
1: It was a pretty difficult year. I had some tough times going mm-hmm. through undergraduate at MIT. But that year, combining the flying and the academics and the projects really was challenging.
0: For the second part of your first assignment, Surf, we're now at 2004 to 2006. You were the chief test pilot for the F-22 Raptor with the 411th flight test squadron. That is amazing.
1: I think it was amazing that they let me go right from test pilot school <laughs> yes. to go fly something like an F-22. And
0: back then, wasn't it the F-A-22? It was a
1: mix. It started okay. as an F-22 when I showed up. It shifted to the F-A-22, and then it shifted back before I left that first time.
0: So what was that like to be have that kind of responsibility?
1: So I went from test pilot school, where you learned how to be a test professional, to actually get to put some of those principles into practice. And to be at a place like the F-22 Combined Test Force, where you get to see ops and engineering and program management and maintenance and security and IT and all of those pieces of how you get a test accomplished together. And that place, they knew how to work so brilliantly together. You didn't know whether somebody that you work with on a given day was a government civilian Mm -hmm. or a contractor You didn't know if they were military or civilian other than the uniform. They worked seamlessly together. And I got to learn firsthand from the experts in the field how test actually gets accomplished.
0: Well, sir, with all the challenges you had during that assignment, and I'm sure there were many, there was a little bit of fun for you in the fall of 2005. That's when the television program Monk came. And ever since you're credited with being the F22 pilot in that episode.
1: Stop, They're friendlies, they're friendlies. that was my line. <laughs> oh okay. That, they filmed that in 2005. Yes, and sir. I literally still get checks. For that one line, DVD sales or TV showings or whatever it may be, they're still paying me to do something that I would have paid to do. What a great experience. Oh, that was a lot of fun. And as you know, Hollywood still comes to this place. Yes, Uh, they do. Captain Marvel, First Man, they know that this place has such an important historical background, plus... We're neighbors to Hollywood, and they love coming out here and filming uh, for a variety of reasons. And when
0: they do, it's so much fun for our airmen, just as it was back then.
1: They, they they love it now like I loved it then. I hope that those that this last year got to meet Samuel L. Jackson or Jew Law or Brie Larson, I hope that those will be memories that last for a lifetime.
0: Sir, you got to come back to Edwards as the Director of Operations and Squadron Commander of the F-22 Combined Test Force, now from 2008 to 2011. Did you have a changed perspective of Edwards from that vantage point?
1: So a little bit what I said earlier, Don, was that as a younger guy here, I got to see bits and pieces of what Edwards was all about. As a Director of Operations and as a Squadron Commander and a CTF Director, I get to see more of what we did. All of those people that support a combined test force in, or- in order to get test and evaluation accomplished for the warfighter, I get to see how they interacted with us and how every piece of this base is vital to us getting the job done.
0: And now today, you are a brigadier general and the commander of the 412th Test Wing. You know, you have a very full schedule, but I have to say, you still find time to immerse yourself into the units across the base, from loading weapons to suiting up and helping aircraft maintainers, and recently... I heard you spent the night at Fire Station Number 1 with the firefighters and even went out on a call.
1: So a little bit of what I just said about seeing bits and pieces of this amazing mission. I am in awe every single day as I get to see the totality of what we do here at the center of the aerospace testing universe. And to be able to spend time in the trenches with those that get this job done, firefighters, maintainers, logisticians, comptrollers, all of it across the waterfront of our mission here I get to see airmen at action or in action in amazing ways. And frankly, I'm just humbled that I get to be a part of it.
0: Well, General Tigert, as you look back at the year 2019, what can you say stands out to you as some of the most memorable accomplishments provided by Team Edwards?
1: So, Don, there are so many. Part of it is related specifically to the mission or the preparation for the future mission. B-21 or T-7A or some of the things that are going on with X-planes at NASA, the X-57 or the X-59, we're preparing now so that those programs go flawlessly. But I also look back at some of the major successes that we've had during this last year. We talk a lot about innovation. Maybe you and I will talk more about that. But to see a spirit of innovation grow amongst the cadre of people here and their families is exciting to me. And then to see actual real-world examples of how we're impacting the mission auto GCAS for F-16, F-22, and F-35 culminating in the Collier Trophy this year is just a tangible example of how we save lives and impact the warfighter. And that type of impact is really what we pride ourselves.
0: Well, sir, when we come back, we're going to go beyond Edwards and we're going to talk about our involvement in the local communities that make up the Aerospace Valley. Welcome back to Edwards Beyond the Test. Our guest today is Brigadier General John Tykert, the commander of the Four Twelve Test Wing here at Edwards. Well, sir, you and other members of Team Edwards make it a point to be part of the communities that surround the base by attending and taking part in many of their events. What are some that you have participated in, and how does it make you feel to meet with the residents of the Aerospace Valley?
1: You use the phrase the Aerospace Valley, and that's what I think of when I think of this community. You think about what's going on at Plant 42 or what's going on at Mojave or with 5GAT, the fifth generation aerial target up in Tehachapi or what goes on at China Lake. This community is an amazing ecosystem of aerospace professionals. And frankly, as I meet people throughout the community... It is humbling to recognize that we are all working together on the coolest technology on the planet that makes an impact in aerospace.
0: General Tigert, we also have a very strong relationship with community groups such as the Edwards Civ Mill Organization. Can you talk about that?
1: They are the world's best civil military organization. Uh, They're the best on the planet. Everything we need, anything an airman or his family needs, they are there ready to supply. And as a part of this community, I love interfacing with them on a professional level, but I love interfacing with them on a personal Mm -hmm. level as well. And whether it's my daughter in a uh, musical uh, of Frozen like last week, Mm -hmm. whether it's my oldest daughter doing gymnastics or viola or my son doing robotics competitions or my wife and I going to church, we are integrated in this community, and I absolutely love it.
0: Well, sir, there are some fun and very big events coming up in the year 2020. What is
1: out there on the horizon? So let me tell you first about air shows. I just sat on Santa's lap out in the lobby before coming <laughs> in, and I asked them for air shows in 2020. And I use air shows, not air show, because we've got two right. on the horizon. In March, we get to be a part of the Los Angeles County Air Show that will be at Fox Field. And we will fully support everything that they do at that amazing air show. But then the community is going to fully support us as we stand back up air shows here at Edwards in October of 2020. And then we're going to get into a routine of every other year fully supporting them at Fox Field and them, the community, fully supporting us. We haven't done air shows here at Edwards since 2009. Right. And it's time to get back in that business. And that maybe is the highlight of what's coming up in 2020. And there's
0: other things going on too. We have Air Force band concerts.
1: They do. So before I left Joint Base Andrews as the commander, I made the commander of the 11th Operations Group promise me that the band would come out and perform for us before I left here at Edwards. And they're coming out on the 13th of February. They'll have a concert on bass primarily focused on our members and their families. And then in the evening of the 13th of February, as a early Valentine's Day present to the community, we're going to have a concert downtown at Antelope Valley College. And just a great chance for us to showcase that type of professionalism to our community and, frankly, uh, to give back a little bit and to show how much we appreciate them.
0: When we come back, we'll continue looking at the year 2020 and talk about some of the exciting new programs coming to the Edwards mission. Welcome back to Edwards Beyond the Test. Our guest today is Brigadier General John Tykert, the commander of the 412th Test Wing here at Edwards. Sir, Edwards is already preparing to receive new test programs, and we've talked about the B-21 and the new T-7 aircraft trainer, or trainer aircraft, rather. But let's, let's talk a little bit more about the exciting programs.
1: Absolutely, Don. So one of my favorite Facebook comments during this last year was when the United States Air Force announced that the B-21 was going to be tested here. Mm-hmm. And the comment was this, duh. Of course. (laughs) Where else is a cutting-edge piece of technology going to get tested? Right. It's going to get tested here at Edwards because it always has since 1942, and we are still the same type of place where new technology comes to get rung out for the warfighter. And whether it's hypersonics or counter-unmanned aerial systems or T-7A or B-21 or a variety of other programs – this is the location of choice for them to come to make sure that they get testing done in the right way.
0: And speaking of those other programs, there's exciting stuff happening every day here at Edwards to include work on the in the field of AI, autonomy, and the emerging technologies, combined test force, and other areas across the base.
1: Don, they came here and stood up this place as a test base in 1942 for the same reasons why it thrives as a test location today away from prying eyes to do some things that you don't want the world to see, great weather, great airspace, close to the aerospace giants of the time, and really a part of an ecosystem that has the world's experts in test and evaluation. My boss, General Zano talks about the three enduring principles of Air Force Test Center. He talks about world-class risk management. He talks about adaptable test solutions. And he talks about a relentless focus on the warfighter. That is a part of who we are. And as we look at some of these traditional programs like bombers and fighters and trainers, we apply those principles to those type of programs, but we also apply them to things that are smaller and more unique. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a hypersonic weapon to be flown on a B-52. We're starting to do that already. Maybe it's how to counter a small unmanned aerial system. Someone goes down to Best Buy and buys a quadcopter and straps a grenade to it and flies over an airfield or a stadium. How do we detect and counter those type of systems? We've got the expertise to figure that out here. How about a fifth-generation aerial target? We've got the expertise to test that here. How about autonomy and artificial intelligence? How do you make sure that we have control of these systems in a way that prevents them from doing things that we don't want them to? That's a level of expertise that we have here. And whether it's big programs or small new programs, we're relentlessly focused on the warfighter, and it's a thrill to be part of all of it.
0: Well, General Tiger, you have spearheaded the innovation push here at Edwards, which has reached into all areas across the base. Sir, what are some of the
1: most innovative ideas that you've seen become implemented? So really, to me, Don, it's about a shift of culture so that every airman at any time recognizes that if they've got a good idea, they can raise their hand and someone is listening. And sometimes that means large, fancy, complex ideas like incorporating Training of space test professionals into our test pilot school, or standing up a distributed test operations capability so that we can do some of the T7A testing at St. Louis mm-hmm. and have that data piped into our control room to control from here or vice versa. Sometimes it's a big complicated idea like that. And sometimes it's as simple as asking airmen. To tell us when a regulation is getting in their way, mm-hmm. as they've done 102 times since we've had a campaign of waivers on this base, and finding ways to say yes to 96 of those 102. Sometimes it's as simple as finding a contractor that wants to open a wing stop and providing a new restaurant uh, for our population Or maybe it's convincing AT&T and Verizon to stand up new cell tower service like actually just happened yesterday as we went live on our new AT&T cell tower. It talks about innovation does all of those things from orange flag and the complicated large force exercises that we started several years ago to the small things like waving an AFI that's preventing a maintainer from getting his job done in the most effective way. I want every single one of our airmen to realize that they're a part of this innovation movement and excites me when I see them stepping out and trusting us with their ideas and their concepts.
0: Well, General Tikert, as you always mention, the work we do here at Edwards is in support of the warfighter. Do you consider that our most important mission, the one that drives everything?
1: Absolutely, yes. We are here to mold and shape America's arsenal. And in order to do that, we need every one of our airmen to play a part. Sometimes we are part of planning for test and evaluation. Sometimes we're part of support for test and evaluation. Sometimes we're part of execution or analysis or reporting for test and evaluation. But every single one of our airmen plays a vital role in making sure that the warfighter is getting exactly what they need and what they deserve. And I am thrilled to make sure that that is always our number one priority. While
0: our mission at Edwards is indeed vital to our nation's defense, there has to be a balance between work and quality of life. We'll talk about that next. Welcome back to Edwards Beyond the Test. Our guest today is Brigadier General John Tigert, the commander of the 412th Test Wing here at Edwards. Sir Edwards Air Force Base is not only where you command and work, it is home to you and your family and, of course, a lot of airmen. Can you tell us about the quality of life here at Edwards?
1: So, Don, let me tell you a little bit about my family to begin with. My wife, Melanie, and I have been married for a little over 21 years. Uh, she has been assigned with me here three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have three kids, a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old daughter, Summer and Tiffany. They were both born here during my first assignment. And then my son, Noah, is 11, and he was born between my first and second assignment here. And as you mentioned... We live here on this base. We're a part of this community. uh, And frankly, we love it. My kids, two of my three kids go to school here on base, uh, now both at the junior high, high school. Uh, They recreate on base. Mm -hmm. Their friends are here on base. And so to me, it is a great reminder every single day that this isn't just about a workplace. It's about a community and frankly, a large part of my job. Is finding ways to build community here by making connections between people and their families and making sure that we're caring for them and their quality of life. Every single staff meeting, I talk about my number one priority being genuine concern and care for airmen and their families. And a part of that is in the workplace, but a part of that is outside of the workplace as well. And whether that's focusing on our on-base schools or on-base recreation activities or finding ways to build relationships amongst our airmen by strong family dinners or internet in the dorms or better connectivity with cell towers or a wing stop or a salad works or rickenbackers. Those are ways that Chief and I focus on building community to care for our airmen and their families.
0: Well, General, what about the recreational activities available here?
1: I love the fact that my kids can run free in our neighborhood and throughout the base. It's a little bit like old school America. Right. There's a little bit of a deployed feel here because we're a little bit remote, though Mm -hmm. fairly close to some pretty substantial and amazing recreational activities and cultural activities in the area. But we're a bit of an island out here at Edwards. But it's fun to have a place where my 16-year-old or my 14-year-old or my 11-year-old can run free and play with their friends. right? And a part of that is making sure that there's the type of activities that go along with the type of needs for our airmen and their families. Just in the last year, we ensured that the pools were open longer during the season and day-to-day to give recreational opportunities for our families. We stood up a kid swim team that didn't exist before. We're refurbishing the bowling alley and making it an indoor playground mm-hmm. and an arcade and a bowling alley and something that I actually haven't shared publicly. We're making it an ice cream and sundae bar as well. So a place for people to go and bowl and arcade and indoor playground and have hot fudge sundays and root beer floats. And those are all <laughs> uh, built around the idea that I want things for our kids to do and places for our family to enjoy.
0: That is absolutely wonderful. You got the
1: biggest smile on your face when I said root beer float, Don. <laughs>
0: I love them. Uh,
1: so, so do I. By the way, we, we uh, stood up gymnastics classes on base in the last year or dance classes on base. And we're doing the types of things that really make people recognize this not just as an amazing base, which it is, but an amazing community as well.
0: A great place to live and work.
1: And a sweet. place to have root beer floats.
0: Yes, yes. She's still smiling. Well, sir, is there anything you'd like to add that I didn't think to ask you? So, Don,
1: you're in public affairs. Yes. And one of the key things that public affairs does is to tell our story. Yes. And you happen to be housed in the same building as the AFTC historian. And one of the things that people think of when they think of Edwards is the amazing history that's taken place here since we opened up as a bombing range in 1932 and as an airfield for test in 1942. But the thing that you all in public affairs are helping me to do is to tell a story about how we're making history today so that the historians 20 or 30 years from now will talk about what happened in 1947, but they'll also talk about what happened in 2019 and 2020 because it will be just as significant. And as we focus on the needs of our national defense strategy published in 2018 and the refocus on near-peer threats and great power competition – We firmly recognize, as General Bunch has said, that Air Force Material Command is the most important piece of making sure that we meet the needs of the National Defense Strategy. And Edwards is such an important nexus to achieve that very important end because we're not just proud of our history, but we're making history today for the needs of our nation and for the needs of those 38 partner nations that rely upon us to help them do their test and evaluation as well.
0: Well, General Tiger, we so appreciate that you could join us today. But before I let you go, I have to ask you this question, especially since you coined the phrase. All right?
1: I'm so, ready. Okay.
0: So, sir, what excites you about working at the center of the aerospace testing universe?
1: I love test and evaluation because we have a lasting impact on the capabilities of our nation. When you're a part of a regular operational squadron, you, of course, are doing something important for the here and now. But as we mold and shape and tweak and refine the capabilities of our nation, we have an impact for decades and decades to come. And I use the phrase probably dozens of times a day, Center of the Aerospace Testing Universe, because I want our team to be very proud of what we accomplish here for the warfighter. And not just here in the test wing, but here as we're a part of a larger ecosystem on base that includes our NASA partners and our Air Force Research Lab partners and Afotech and ACC, and as we do things to support China Lake 60 miles to the north of here, or Mojave, or Tehachapi, or Plant 42, or the things that are happening in Lancaster and Palmdale, all of that is part of this place that I call the Aerospace Valley, or the center of the aerospace testing universe. But what we do is so vitally important for the future of our nation, not just in air, but in air, space, and cyberspace. And what an honor it is to be the center and the nexus of all that goes on in aerospace, but really to make an impact for the warfighter by making history today.
0: Many thanks to our guest, Brigadier General John Tykert, for taking time out to share his story and taking us beyond the test. We invite our listeners to submit their suggestions for future episodes by sending us an email at beyondtest at 412TW.US. Thanks to all for joining us. I'm Don Waldman for Edwards Beyond the Test.